Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sport fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 560. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, coming to you from Merritt, British Columbia. Yes, I'm a BC Lions fan. Uh, we're going to talk football tonight. There's a whole lot of things that are going on. Uh, it's kind of weird. It's off season. It's really nothing happening, but there is things happening, and that's kind of cool. And uh, we're, what, about less than a month before free agency, and uh, there's some big names out there still, and uh, there's some still some big names that are trying to get on at the uh, NFL level, and uh, I will see what happens. There's a couple of trades that have happened, and uh, we'll well, at least one big one. And uh, we'll go around the board real quick, like, because uh, I got nothing to bitch about. And wine, oh, except Randy and Brosie. I haven't looked at the uh, itinerary, so I don't know whether or not Charles has actually did not done that. So I'm not going to say too much about it. So uh, we'll just introduce him. Charles, how are you doing? Welcome to the show, buddy. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm pretty spectacular, you know. I'm working in my basement well, here. And I'm uh, laying out some uh, two-inch slabs of, of uh, fur that I cut about a, two years ago. And uh, I, I took them out. I, I planed them, did them all real nice, and then they warped. So I planed them again, and everything is great. And I've been storing them down in the basement for a year now, letting them dry out. And I go to put them all together, and there's still a little bit of warp in them. And it's a nightmare trying to put these things together. But anyhow, that's kind of what I'm doing. Uh, let's see, where are we going through this thing? What? Free agency's most wanted, thunderous roaring back, okay. Yeah, no, Randy Ambrosi's uh, expansion update is in here. So, I'm not, I yep. would, good thing I didn't say anything about it. You you had it in there as a story. So, how yep. are you doing, Charles? I'm doing well, can't complain. No yeah, one good. listens to what I do. Yeah, well, I understand that one. Uh, yep. I, ra- I ran the Coca-Cola last week four times. Oh, really? Got up and back. Last week times, in yeah. the snow? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well. I, I, I had to go down for a funeral. Then on Thursday, I had to take my wife down there on Monday. And then I had to go down there on Thursday to take a horse down to the States. And then I had to go back on Saturday to pick up my wife. So, yeah, I went down four times. Hmm. Well, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Up and down that Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's about six hours just driving. Yep. So it's it's that two hours to sense. Abbotsford, but, you know, you end up going everywhere else over there. So it's another couple hours driving yeah. around. So, yeah, shit happens. Anyway, right. uh, William, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? And, yes, I'm going yes, back sir. down to the coast, down to Coca-Cola next week, and I'll, I will take some pictures oh, of yeah. you. Okay. Please do. I'll we'll send you a that. yeah. I'll send you a message about that. Um, yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Good. So, Good. I, uh, it's it's going to be a balmy twelve here on Saturday, which I'm just I know about. Like, what the fuck is that all about? This that's terrible. This is not a and good thing. Apper- Apparently it's going to be 15 in Lethbridge because I'm going to Lethbridge on Saturday 
for my grandson's fourth birthday. So, and it's a and it's a Batman party in a trampoline place. So I'm so I'm stoked. So, are, cool. are you going to dress up as Batman? No, I'm not going to dress up as Batman. I was going to say I just want to see uh, Will jump on a trampoline. Yeah, I don't know. That could be entertaining. I, I, hope, I, I hope they don't have a weight limit. <laughs> you've seen you guys have seen my race car right it's it's green yep, and it's got yep. a big Grinch mural painted on the back of it right it's really nice and I go out as dressed up as a Grinch well last year I bought another car just like it or very similar to it and it's all jet black it's all black everything about it is black so I'm putting Batman logos on it I'm going to get the Batman outfit <laughs> I'm going to go back in the parade with it so anyhow, I thought I'd share that. With you. Yeah, so no, you, I, you, and I, you should do the Batman thing. Well, I have. You see, I have. I have slimmed down, so I'm working on that right now. And and so I'm only two ninety one right now. So maybe I can go on the trampoline. I'll see. Yeah. Well, if it's a three hundred pound limit, you you know you're okay. But yeah, yep. but the limit is usually the limit is usually two fifty. So yeah. Yeah, but everybody lies. I guess. That's true. It's not like they're going to pull a scale out and say, buddy, step on this. I don't believe you. Yeah, well, no. Especially when it's a female. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And my grandson's really cute, so they're not going to stop me from playing with my grandson. So. No, no, no. There you no. go. That's true. They probably my- will not. It's my grandson's no. seventh birthday today. We had the big party yesterday. That's why we're doing the show tonight. But it's actually his birthday today. He's he's seven. The other one's uh-huh. four in July. So. Uh huh. And I think the oldest one is going to be nine in March. So oh my god. Those are just the yeah. ones that live with me. That well, makes how old? That makes you a hundred and six, doesn't it? Makes me the same age as you. No, you're older. I'm the same age as you. You're older. I am the same age as you at this moment. If we are you both are talking, six, if you're talking about years. days, you are we're, older than me. Okay, sorry, you've been on the six, earth many, many years. more days than I have been. So since we're on on the subject, we're also missing somebody tonight. I was thinking yeah, about, I was about that. And you know, we so, have not heard from him since before Christmas. No, correct. So, but he ha- I was he thinking, has been online. Oh, has he? I was thinking that. You know, maybe I, I'm thinking I'm thinking about an easy time for me and Charles. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I always think about, an easy time for me and Charles. So I think maybe Charles and I get my Yeah, we should get my brother on the show. I've been trying to get your brother way, on the show for eight years. And and that way and that way, Charles, me and you can just sit back and listen. Well, it'll CJ be funny. And, and, and Rick will be going it'll at it. It'll be funny. Well no, because they're no both kidding. opinionated. They're both opinionated human beings, and we could just listen, Charles. Okay? It would be entertaining. I, I, it was. I got to admit, that would be entertaining. It would. I, so I've been trying to get Rick on the show for a long time. You just keep telling me he won't do it. 
No, I keep telling you that because I haven't really wanted him on the show. But you know what? I figure, what the fuck? If he wants to come on the show, he can come on the show. I'm Does he listen show to the show? Because I just want to see what this is like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Does, does he listen to it? Oh, my God. I got grandkids going um, to bed he, right now. Sorry. He ha- He has sometimes. Yes. Yes. Because when he listens to it live, he'll always text me the next day and tell me if he agrees with us or not. So, you know, or stuff like that. So Okay. Okay. But uh, I will ask him. He is currently in Mexico. So Everybody's we'll in Mexico right back. now except me. I don't know what the deal on that is. I don't even like Mexico, but that's beside the point. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, should we talk about football? Well, I thought we were. Did that? Kind of. We were talking about the fact that we're missing somebody here and have been since before Christmas. Yeah. And and and. Anyhow, well, we can do something about that. We'll do something about that after. Anyhow, okay. Uh, so, what do you want to do here? What do you want to talk about? Charles has got an agenda up, and. Uh, Anything interesting you guys want to talk about, or are we just going to go from there? Oh, where did that go? That Todd, Todd Mogi just jumped up on my screen here. Maybe we should invite him to the well, show. Will, what do you think? Yeah, he wouldn't talk. He doesn't know how to talk. Trust me. Yeah. Okay. Why did you um, pop up on your stream? Uh, I went to click the... LTCFL podcast thing, and oh, yeah. uh, it it I was I was clicking faster than the computer was going, so where I clicked the 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 image was something else, and then all of a sudden instead of okay. your con- our conversation popping up, pods came up. Ah, uh, okay. So I was talking to him a couple days ago. <laughs> Still buddy, are you? Okay. Well, we we compare notes back and forth on idiots that are uh, on the groups, right? And, you know, somebody's being a real dick. I just say, is this guy a dick over in your group? And he goes, yeah, or I've never heard of him before or whatever, something like that, you know? So we're just admins comparing notes. I see. (laughs) Okay. And we we should actually talk about our group, uh, off air, of course. Um, we'll do that in a bit, but uh, we need to we need to up our game a little bit. Okay. okay. Winnipeg Blue Bombers trade quarterback Drew Brown to the Ottawa Red Blacks prior to him becoming a free agent on February 13th. Everybody says that this is a dumb play to move. Why would anybody Ottawa specifically? Why would they trade anything to, for Drew Brown? And, in fact, one of the comments I made last week was somebody should tra- trade for a bag of hammer handles or something equivalent to uh, Winnipeg to get Drew Brown out. And, they, yeah, you know, everybody goes, why? Why would they do something like that? And I said, so that they get negotiating rights prior to him becoming a free agent. And your comment was, well, what? Do you think they're not already talking to him? Everybody's not talking to him already? So, anyhow, the trade right. did happen. And he did sign a long-term, or at least a two-year contract, I believe, 
with the Ottawa Red Blacks for too much money, way too much money. What was it, 390000 in the first year and four hundred? It was a lot. I was year? surprised. This guy, no, I he, thought... he, he's had like two starts. Yeah, against nobody. And they weren't even meaningful games. No, but, I mean... But I guess... I guess that's the kind of money you got to put out there to make that happen. I understand I that, mean, but you, you got it. Uh, he could be a complete bust. Yeah, he could. Oh, with with Ottawa's, with Ottawa's offensive line, I know he is going to be a bust. Okay. Uh, that's uh, guaranteed. Is this, so. <laughs> is this going to be the second coming of what's his name, Drew Willie? Remember, no, somebody gave uh, him a be, lot of money one time. It's going to be the second coming Kyle of Walters. Uh, uh, Arbuckle. Remember? Yeah. Calgary. And he actually Jeez, won right. nine. He actually won nine games that year. That meant something because Bo was hurt. So. Um, and he Correct. was still a flop because because you go to a team. CJ's theory, as always, is you know these are good teams, so anybody can play quarterback. But when they get to a team that doesn't have the offensive line, they look like or, shit. Or the and system, right? Or the system. So they look like shit. So let's see. Mm-hmm. See. A great offensive line and a great system hides the warts of any quarterback. Sure it does. Okay. And we saw that with the 2013 Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The team was just amazing. And they had Darian Durant as a quarterback. I mean, seriously. Okay. Talk about upping your, you know, getting dragged along by your bootstraps. Guy who was a useless quarterback, and he, he ended up winning a great cup. Well, no different than Cody Fajardo, I guess, this year, right? I mean, we all know that guy's as useless as tits in a bowl. So, yeah, well, what do there you are, do? He won a great cup, are, though. Yeah, he did. There are quarterbacks, and there are system quarterbacks, and some of them are system quarterbacks. Some guys can take over the game on their own. I don't think you should ever pay I don't think you should ever pay a backup that kind of money unless he was challenging the starter of the team he was on for the starting job. You know what I mean? Mhm. Was he challenging so Zach it, you mean cha- challenging Zach Caleros for his job? That's correct. Okay. okay. IE a perfect example would have been would have Jack been Kelly. Mike Ry- Mike Riley and Travis Lule. Okay, that's why they traded Mike Riley to Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. So, so but but Drew Brown wasn't challenging Zach Kolaris. Not even close. No, 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 no. And Chad Kelly was challenging uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson. Yes, he was. Okay. Well, sort okay. of. Yeah. He, he was challenging him, right? I mean, yeah. they did pull yeah. him out of the Grey Cup game and, and 
put Kelly in, and you yeah. know, and he he did he did bring it home. Um, so yeah, I understand that concept, uh, and, and you're you're right. It makes valid sense that if you're not challenging, I mean, Drew Brown was not challenging Zach Caleros in any way, shape, no. or form, right? Not even and close. I mean, no, how, no. Despite what some problem, people would try and tell you, the problem with this is, and I look at the scenario with that you gave, which is Zach, um, Travis Lule, and Mike Riley, I. You know, is that the situation that's going to happen with Zach Caleros and Drew Brown, where Drew Brown is is the up and comer, and he's 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 good. He he might be good. He might be. Do you get rid of that? Do you get rid of the old guy who's just barely holding on? Uh, is Zach Caleros's days numbered? Of course they are. It's just whether are they um, you know six months or is it three years? Uh, but they are numbered. Uh, Travis Lule was at the point an all-star quarterback, right? He just won right. a Grey Cup in 2011. And Mike Riley was just chopping at the bit because we knew he was an amazing quarterback. And do you, how do you bench Travis Lule and put Mike Riley out there? You, you can't do it. Right. Right. You, you can't. But, but in hindsight, hindsight, Travis Lule didn't make another four games after that, you know? And That's then he true. went down and went down and down. And then Mike Riley just excelled and won a great cup and did everything he could over in Edmonton and would be, probably became one of the top five, six quarterbacks in CFL history. And, uh, Mind you, I think, I think they traded uh, Drew Brown a week too early because, as we saw this weekend, Zach Kolaris is more interested in partying with Taylor Swift than anything else, right? Yeah. What he does in the off season but, is his business. Yeah. Okay. And he was a, he I was actually so. the room he was actually uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, roommate in college. Yes, he That's was. why he was there. He's friends with yeah. him. And I, his I brother would, who doesn't like to wear a shirt. I, I would doubt that Taylor Swift even knew he was there. And whether she even knows what the CFL or even Canada is, I don't, I don't know. Anyhow, I'm not I'm not going there. We're not going to make this show about okay. Taylor Swift. Oh come on! No. Okay. Okay. So anyhow, Drew Brown is now in the Ottawa Red Blacks. He has a a competitive. Uh, salary package, which is, is a lot of hard money. A lot of hard money. Now, I, of course, they have the ability to cut them or trade them or do something. But we do remember uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli restructured his contract. So now Drew Brown is the highest paid quarterback on that team. So now, sorry, speaking of idiots, which idiot are we talking about I, then and now? I don't I don't know names. I I heard saw a comment online about somebody said so does that mean Jeremiah Mazzoli is not going to be the number one quarterback anymore? And the idiot answered it with no, they're going to compete for the number one job. Okay, like really? They're going to oh. compete for the number one job. Give me a break. Well, I, I would wager they would be. I mean, I would make them still compete for the number one job 
And if Drew Brown doesn't gonna, get it, then I would release him. Mazzoli's not going to even be there for preseason. I guarantee it. Okay, well, we so what, was it his Achilles like, that he blew? No, I don't. His yes. knee is still fucked. Yes, but his knee. Yeah, was no, it his he, knee he, or was it his Achilles? It was, no, it was. His I knee think it was an Achilles before. too. And then he blew yeah, his Achilles. Was no, no, but it was his Achilles, but his knee is still not even close to 100%. It'll never be 100%. Mine aren't. So, anyways. Yeah, but you don't pretend like you can run around and be a quarterback. I don't. So, it's, no. <laughs> I, I, I take the Bo Levi Mitchell attitude in life. Yeah, I guess so. It was funny. I don't, I, 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 I don't realize... I don't realize until I was talking to my sister this weekend and she was telling me, talking to me about old people. And I stopped her mid-sentence and I said, um, That's we awesome. are the old people. We are the old people. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot, she said. Yeah, it's so, a true story. We, we are the old people. Yes, it is. Yes, we are. Oh, so my anyway. mother's still alive, so... Well, yeah. That's got to count as old. Yeah. She's 93. Yeah, that's that's considered old as dirt, Christopher. Okay. Well, her her older brother just died two weeks ago. That's whose funeral I went down to. He was almost 97. Well, yeah, but, you know, the scariest thing is all of my favorite my favorite movie stars are in their 90s and 80s now, okay? Clint Eastwood the same age as my mother. Clint Eastwood, Robert De Niro, uh, Al yeah. Pacino, all those guys are in their 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, they're all shit. Dude. Yeah, they're all, Rolling, yeah. The Rolling Stones are all 80 now, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mick yep. Jagger's 80. Mick Jagger's 80. Yeah, what did so, not uh, Keith Richards just turn eighty, or was that seventy nine? He just had a birthday no. three weeks ago. I, I think Mick Jagger is the oldest one of the bunch, and he's eighty. So, I honestly don't know if Keith Richards is still alive. Oh, you be careful. What? We have to prepare this world. We have to, we have to take care of this planet because you know we're going to leave it to Will Nelson and Keith Richards. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, Keith Richards is 80 years old. Yeah, I'm oh, 25. Yeah, just yeah December 18th reason, of 1943. The reason I didn't know Keith Richards was that old is he looks like he's been dead for five years now, but nobody told him. So Five? Yeah. 25? Yeah, maybe 25. Oh, yeah. I mean... And, and and there's no way Willie Nelson's going to die. He's got so much pot in his body that he, it's killed every known disease in the, out there, right? So, <laughs> nothing yeah, could probably. survive in that. Nothing, nothing. No, he, he, has, he has terminated everything with THC and CBD. <laughs> got to love it. He's just going to wander yeah. the planet forever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, do, 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 do. where are we here? I've, I've lost it again. Better be careful that Todd Mogi doesn't jump up. Okay, moving on. Drew Brown, Ottawa Red Blocks. 
we we all agree that this is a very unusual signing in the fact that you know he has no no starter experience and they paid him way too much money and he's in Ottawa who has no O line has no no substance at all they have no system in place Bob Dice rookie G, uh, coach last year and he's got one more year on his contract and he's probably not going to make it. Uh, it, it. It's just a recipe for disaster over there, but saving grace, at least he's going to have a competent receiver to throw the ball to because Ottawa uh, picked up Dominic Rhymes after BC had released him. So he went running back to the Ottawa Red Blacks. So yep. uh, big Dom's over there. So that, that yep. you know, he, he he has they've some got, pretty amazing catches. He's got some potential there got to help really, Drew Brown up. It does, except if Drew Brown doesn't get the time from his offensive line, you could have all the great receivers in the world. But uh, if you don't have time to throw to him, it's not going to help you. You need an nope. amazing slot back like Ben Cahoon because he saved Anthony mm-hmm. Calvillo's ass more times than enough, right? I mean, so many dump times. it over the middle, watch him get blown up. Mm-hmm. So. Anyhow. So, yeah, Dominic Rhymes, former BC Lion, and it, it turns out that he, uh, BC asked him to restructure his contract, and he said no. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, That's where they got uh, rid of him. Yeah, yeah, they they wanted him to restructure, and yeah, he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So he, that was, was pretty not, much the end of that. He was not going to be a free agent. He was under contract for this year, and they asked him to restructure it and for less money, and he told him to pound sand. He says that, and mm-hmm. on free agency, I can make a lot of money, and uh, they said, well, you you can go ahead. He said he, on free agency, he can make more money than what you guys are offering me. And he said, I would like you to release me. And they said, okay, fine. Bye. And they did. And uh, like two days later, he signs with Ottawa Red Blocks. Yeah. Well, one thing I didn't realize is that, well, I was going to say, he lives in Ottawa in the offseason, which is something I didn't realize. Yeah. He's an Ottawa boy. Yeah. So it made sense for him. Even if he took a hometown discount. It would make sense for him to do that. I mean, think about it. If if you live in Ottawa and you have an apartment or a house or a condo or whatever there, and that's where your family is and that's where you want to be, and you're in Vancouver and you have to pay rent here mm-hmm. for six to eight months out of the year, you it, you can take a discount because you're saving yourself sixty seventy grand. <laughs> yeah, probably. This just makes sense. So, yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. I don't know. I, I like the guy. He was an amazing receiver, but the BC Lions' stable of receivers is quite deep right now. Even though we've got Keon Hatcher's a little, little beat up, and is expected to miss the first what third of the season. So, mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. But. Uh, Moving along, unless you guys want to talk about Dominic Grimes, anything? Anybody got anything to say there? Nah. 
Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. mean, I'm sorry to see him go because I thought he was a very talented receiver. But at the very but at the same time, the Lions receiver is maybe the deepest uh, the deepest um, area for the Lions in their team. Uh, they had a lot of good receivers. So I mean, as the, sad as I am to see him go, um, we've got the depth there to make up for most of it. So. Well, we and really did have Dominic Ryan last season. I was just saying we we didn't he didn't really play a whole lot the, this past season so we were kind of already without him so yeah we were and and yeah. I will I will I will stick with my guns I think if you pay any receiver over 150k you're stupid so just my thoughts yeah well they uh, are and, and, and the lions the lions have got two two receivers now that they're paying like 220 a, a year. So, right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, with Keon Hatcher mm-hmm. being one of them, but they figure by the time he actually gets to play, he's only made a, about minimum wage, the minimum salary. So anyhow, so he's going to miss a good chunk of the season. Okay. Um, and, and I don't disagree with you. Receivers are, uh, definitely a commodity. And, you know, I've watched – I haven't watched a couple of – I have not watched any NFL, but I've been watching some highlights of the NFL. And some of those receivers are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. So, I mean, if, if, if they get cut from, from the NFL, they're, they're more than capable of playing in the CFL. I mean, why, why don't we get right. more of these guys down here, right? Because they've already made so much money, or is it what? Because some of these guys are prick. Oh my god! But yes, then you know are. we've had we've had NFL receivers come up here, and and they've washed out. Yeah, and you would think of all the positions from a uh, a U.S. perspective that when coming to Canada, of all the positions, receiver might be the one to be easiest to adapt. Because you've got more room, because you've got a wider field. Well, but and maybe you've got that the waggle. actually works in reverse, and yeah. You know, it, it, it's a nightmare for a DB coming up here. Mm-hmm. So you'd think that it would be advantageous to a, a receiver, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just going with it. I don't know what whether that's real or not, but you know. Okay, so uh, yeah, Dominic Rhymes is now an Ottawa Red Black, and I I I it. I mean, BC just signed a couple of ex NFL receivers too, right? And uh, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of hope that, you know those guys can come up here and perform. Been a lot of debate yep. lately about the ratio. Have you noticed that? There's been a, a, a little bit of an increase in that. Oh, I'm seeing more and more people say drop the ratio. Yeah, yeah, and and less argument with it. I mean, there's still the the odd less, person but who still is just some. totally totally adamant about it. But it, 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 I just don't understand it. You, nobody can come up with a viable logical reason to keep it. Yeah. Lots of emotion. But no logic. Oh, Canadians want to see Can, Canadians want to see Canadians play. No, they don't. That's Myth. an opinion. Yeah. Myth. 
Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine the NHL saying, uh, the American team saying that there's going to be an American ratio? That we don't want so many yeah. Canadians on the ice? Yeah, well. That would be funny as hell. It would be. Mm-hmm. We'd finally get some Canadian teams winning the Stanley Cup. I would say so, yeah. Which is kind of funny because I'm 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 kind of following the NHL right now. My grandson is really big into hockey and he's he's playing goal and he's going to be nine years old coming up, and uh, he's just total Edmonton Oilers fan for some reason. I don't understand that. Oh my at all. god. And and I'm going at the beginning of the season, and I go, these guys are tanking really bad. Now they're on a 14, 15-game winning streak. They jump from 28th position up to 12, and they're just they're tearing it up. They're setting records right now. Uh, they've got a record right now for the longest winning streak by a Canadian team. Only Pittsburgh Penguins have had one longer, which was 17 games. Anyhow, I'm not going to talk about hockey anymore, but anyhow, I've been watching a lot or following the things that, <clears throat> the Canucks and the Jets are doing really well. Yeah. Who are the top teams in the uh, NHL right now? Th- thankfully, yep. my Brewers are hanging with them pretty good. So mm-hmm. we'll just, just, just move on. Move on. Okay. Uh, I want the safety of players. Lions co-GM Nick Neil McAvoy backs changes to CFL kickoff role. Well, is this a rule that's been changed, or is this just an idea that's being banned? It's something around? that's being. I, I don't think it's been changed, but it's something that's been di- being discussed. Okay, so get me. Let me get this straight. So the the discussion right now is we will still have the opening kickoff for both halves at the beginning of the game, and then just after halftime, and that's it. Those are the only kickoffs. We'll still have field goals. We'll still have punts. But after a, a field goal, there won't be a kickoff for sure. And after a, a, a touchdown, there won't be a kickoff. Is that correct? I think that's what they're discussing, yeah. You just get, they're going to give the ball at the 40-yard line. I don't understand why the 40-yard line. It should be the 30 myself. Um, but, you know, the majority of all kickoff returns, if you actually look at them, they come out to the, about the 35-yard line. So the 35 is, yeah. is, is where they would have got it anyhow. So why give them an extra five yards and do it to the 40? I, I don't have a problem with that. I, there's no real reason to have a kickoff. I, I, I Totally, I don't see the point in it. And uh, they say that the, a lot of players get hurt in, in the kickoffs. And... The only thing that that will hurt is this uh, uh, save on foods kick to win. Well, no. It'll yeah. have... The odds of two It'll happening hurt. in the same game, pretty slim, because there's only two kicks. Yeah, but it'll hurt something else as well. It'll hurt something else as well. I, I, won't, I won't get to see kickers as much during the game? Correct. No. I, I'm, I'm going to cancel my season tickets. Oh, well, yeah, right. fuck that bullshit. Fuck that bullshit. I know. You do realize... I watch that... football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> fuck. I, I, I still want to... 
I can't remember who that was that was on that Jimmy Fallow or whoever it was. And he says, what if I was the commissioner of the NFL, the first thing I'd do is remove the goalposts. I want to know. I want to know who who said that. We should put, we should post that up. I don't know. Did we actually post that in, in let's talk CFL or was that just. I think you just posted it in our group chat. I don't yeah, think they actually so, posted it. Uh, yeah, I think he posted it in the group chat. Yeah, I, it, I yeah. can't go back and find it. That's too hard. <laughs> so, seriously, I, I, I want you to really be serious here, Will. Don't be sarcastic or, or anything else. What do you think about this change to the kickoff rule? Do you think that will it will alleviate injuries? Do you think that it it's necessary to change this for player safety? And how will it affect well, yeah. the game? Well, number one, okay, there'll be less wear and tear on the kickers, okay? Because wow. they only have to kick a few times as opposed to four or five times. Um, and <laughs> there'll be well help player safety because guys don't have to run down the field full blast yeah. and and get blocked by guys uh, you yeah. know only twice and then a game a or whatever so yeah yeah so yes of course it'll help player safety I, I you know when you say football and safety it's kind of like a no brainer like come on it's a, I mean, it's a misnomer really it, or I missed over. Yeah. There's no. It's it's just dumb. Okay, if you're gonna yeah, play football, I, you're not gonna be safe. Okay, it's, it's a smash mouth game. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, and most people know that going into it. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, man. But if that's if is that is that one of the major rule changes in the off season? Wow, it's being discussed. It's it's the one that's getting the most traction right now. Okay, we're not really privy to what what the rule changes are that they're discussing. I don't know how this one leaked out, but it did. Let's add some more rules to protect kickers. Oh my God. Okay then. I I don't think it's to protect kickers. I think it's to protect the little Canadian guys that are running down Mm -hmm. on the field. Well, you know, if, you got, yeah. if you got rid of the ratio, we would protect those Canadian little Canadian guys. Yeah, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't play. They there. wouldn't. They wouldn't play professional football anymore, so they'd be protected. Okay, protected. pretty simple. It is so. Wow. Wow! 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 Okay. Anyhow, that's kind of it, it's it's happening. Charles, what do you think of this rule? What do you think? Do you think we're screwing with the game? Don't, don't mess with the game because the kickback returns are pretty spectacular when you get a good one. There, when they're rocking, they're rocking. I I, I love kickoff returns. Are the injuries that much higher on kickoff? Yeah. I mean, you do get yeah. a lot of injuries on kickoff. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I understand wanting to uh, you know be safer for the players and stuff like that. So. I don't have a huge problem with it. Um, 
So yet they do the old, uh, basically there would only be two kickoffs, one at the beginning of the game and one at the uh, beginning of the second half. That, that's so, correct. Yeah. That's my understanding hmm. anyhow. I mean, yeah. the, the, I mean, the most spectacular returns are missed field goals, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I think and, I would agree with that. Punts. And then punts yeah. and kick re- kickoff returns are, are, are a, a distant third, in my opinion. So I don't really think I'd miss them. And, but here, here's another way to look at this. The reason why we don't know that there's a lot of injuries on kickoffs is because the people who are injured are nobodies. They're not important people. Yeah, they're like third string, third and fourth string. They're like, well, yeah. they're special teams guys. No one knows who the special teams guys are because all Correct. they do is run up, on the, up and down the field on the kicks, and then you don't see them the rest of the game. Right. Yeah. So now these, these guys aren't going to be playing as much. Can we lower the minimum wage? Maybe. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. No. No, you know what? Um, you know, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I obviously it would probably take some getting used to, but all, all rule changes do. So, although I would not put the ball on the 40-yard line. I think, especially after a touchdown, maybe put it to the 30 or the 20, but don't put it on the 40-yard line. That's almost midfield for crying out loud. Make it, it work is. a little bit long, more than that. Well, the, the, that's the thing that bothers me the most about the NFL is that, you, okay, you, you kick the ball into the end zone, they put their knee down, they grab the ball and put the knee down, and they walk it out to like the 35. Here, take take 30 free yards. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't give up a point. You didn't. It didn't cost you anything. You just get the ball. What the hell? I, I don't yeah. get it. I, I understand the rouge. It's cost you money to get those yards. It costs you a point, right. okay? Which could right. be costing you the game. We've seen that happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, okay. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna give up a point, you should get the ball on the five yard line or something, okay? And, and earn your yards. Why should yeah. you, they they be gifted out to the forty yard line? So. But that's the run of play. That's not, you know. So I don't know. After a kickoff, I don't. I I, I definitely don't think the forty. It, it should be the twenty-five or the thirty. I, I like the twenty-five myself. Because that's three. That's yeah. a, uh, That's twenty-five percent of the field. Forty-two right? far. Twenty-five yard line is a little bit less than twenty-five percent of the field. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's where you go. Boom, 25-yard line, let's go. And uh, I don't know. I Personally, that's uh, that's my idea on the concept. I mean, I don't disagree with Neil McAvoy. If you, if, if this is costing the team money in uh, rehabilitation and having extra uh, physiotherapy equipment and people and, 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 and doctors and all sorts of things, and then also in extra players, having to have extra players on staff to, to make up for the difference. Yeah, okay, I understand. This is an economics thing. And I, I'm perfectly okay with it. I don't have a problem with that. No. So, so okay. We'll, we'll, we'll be happy that he doesn't MC kickers as much. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I still, I, I, 
I know it'll never happen, but I don't have a problem with her eliminating special teams and kicking completely. I really don't. I, the more I think about Will's philosophy on it, the more I, I, I agree with it. Start down. Go for it. Don't be a pussy. You know, I, I think what they should start doing is paying kickers per field goal. Okay? And and I think they should use a high dollar amount to pay them per field goal. But when they miss a field goal, they get money taken off. And it would balance itself out. So if they if they make the field goals, you're getting your money's worth. But if they don't, they're not really getting paid. I'm good with that. So I, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you know where the Do you know where the Rouge came from? Where, where the name the Rouge came from? No, I don't. Charles, do you? I don't. Uh, no, no. So no, I'm here. What ha- it, it, it actually came from came over from the rugby side of things. But when they were doing it in the football, and you kicked the ball into the end zone, and you didn't bring it back out. The defending team lost a point. Okay, where what we have now is the offensive team gets a point. The Rouge, you get a point. In the old days, the other team actually lost a point, so the team would actually have a negative number or were considered in the red, in a, as an accounting term. The, their score was in the red. And that's where the name the Rouge came from. So here, a little bit of trivia. A lot of people don't know that. And and eventually, what they they, they ended up a couple of games ended up where the the team had a negative score, and they thought that this was bad. So they they decided that instead of taking a, t- a a point away, they'd add a point to the other team. Twelve to minus three. Exactly. You're right. <laughs> so they, you, you can't have a professional team end up with a negative number. So they changed it. Bad enough to be shut Come out. Come on, wouldn't you tell me? Wouldn't you love to see the uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders with like minus nine in a game? They just keep giving up points and so on. That would be funny as hell. <laughs> I can't breathe right now because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, it would be hilarious, Charles. I would love to do it. I would absolutely love to do it. But mm-hmm. yeah, obviously, that that's changed, and that's a long time ago. And uh, yeah, Saskatchewan minus nine. It's a. They could be in a tie game. Somehow they screw up and lose a point, and on the last play of the game, they lose by a point. That would be the new twelfth, thirteenth man. Okay, okay. Speaking of hilarious, we're about to move on to something that I'm I'm having an extreme hoot with, even though um, I I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Winnipeg's investors group, IG Field, has now been changed. The IG Field has disappeared. It is now Princess Auto Stadium. Okay? Now... We have a bunch of princesses in the Winnipeg. This is absolutely priceless. I'm waiting for somebody to do a meme 
with uh, Zach Caleros' face and Cinderella's body, okay? And I, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and nobody's done it. I just – most of the people who do the uh, these bizarre memes for everything are all Bomber fans, so I'm not getting one. They're not, they're not going to do it for me. Um, Princess Auto is a great company. Uh, it started in Winnipeg. It, uh, its founder just died last year. Uh, you know, I have absolutely no problems with it. I think it's a wonderful corporate uh, sponsor. It's a wonderful corporate uh, community supportive uh, team or uh, company. And I like shopping there. Okay. I don't have a problem with Princess Auto at all. But I love the fact that the bombers are now princesses. I mean, I posted a picture of Cinderella's castle as the new stadium for the bombers. <laughs> okay, Charles, Charles, did, did you go to Princess? Did Autumn? nobody? Well, uh, I've been there before. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, they have some good things there. But did nobody kind of take a look at this and say, "Is this really the best idea?" Uh, is there any way other fan, fans from other teams could possibly exploit this to make fun of us? And, yeah, when you think about it, it's kind of right there. I mean, are we going to see Cinderella and the Little Mermaid and whoever else running around? Uh, the, the, uh, it's just too easy to make fun of almost. Princess Auto Stadium. Hmm. Anyways, I think it's funny as hell, and I... <laughs> I mean, I, I have no problem with Princess Auto. Like you said, it's a very good store. But uh, I don't think this is really that well thought out. No, I don't think it's thought out at they all. Kinda put but, a, uh, they kind of just put a big, big target on this stadium. What I think is funny is the first game of the season, I want to see – the Zanewitch brothers wear wear princess dresses. Tutus. Get them out there in a tutu. And and and, and crowns, okay? That'd be pretty funny. Just, just With a tiara. Yeah. I mean, for uh, Jared, that'd, that'd be, be an awful. For Jared, that'd be an awful big fucking dress. But you know, <laughs> I don't think his brother's any smaller. Oh yeah, he's. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. So he's a lot. He's a lot smaller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just saying, but whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I have no problem with it. It's all about making money, and I'm sure they're getting. I'm sure they were the high. I'm sure they were the highest bidder. Okay. Yeah. So, you know. And and it's a a good. Nobody's arguing with a corporate sponsor. It's all about the money. This is economics. I mean, yes, yes, it is. Who, who cares what the name of the stadium is? The fact that they're naming it at all is, is ridiculous, but go at it. I mean, that's the one thing BC does not have. BC Place is not a named stadium. It's owned by a crown corporation. So uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just never done it, right? Where GM Place right. is now Rogers Center and, you know, the names do change as, as, Money mm-hmm. comes available. Yep. Somebody wants to step up with more money, they do. Yep. I mean, look at the the stadium in in um, uh, Ottawa. Doesn't it have like four four names? 
I don't know. It's Lansdowne. I think they call it Lans. Well, it's Lansdowne Park at yes. TD Place. No. no, it's TD Place. Okay, at Frank Clair Stadium, uh, at Lansdowne Park. That's right. Okay, so it's it's TD Place, and I think they actually have a name for the field too. I don't know. It, it, it's Lansdowne Field or Lansdowne Park. Lansdowne Park. That's actually the name of the uh, the land base that encompasses well, right, yeah. many things, many things besides the stadium. Okay, it's like having that's a stadium right. in, in Central Park. It's Lansdowne Park. Okay, and then it's Frank Clair Stadium, and that's always been Frank Clair Stadium, or has been long as since they named it Frank after Frank Clair. And then when they did this, they, they did the naming rights in this TD place. So, it, yeah. Who, who calls it what? I don't know. Who cares? Okay. But, uh, you know, good on them for, for finding the money. That somebody out there is, is interested and willing to buck up some cash. I'm all, yep. over, I'm all over that. Yep. Okay, another one that, that we're going to have that's going to be a good discussion, in my opinion, is uh, 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 John Huffnagel steps down as president of the Stam- uh, Calgary Stampeders. He's still staying on as a special advisor. I, I don't know what that really means and whether or not that has any power or clout. Um, uh, it means he's going to phone in his opinion while he's out fishing. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I, re- I read an article today where where he wants to spend more time golfing and fishing. So, so hey, more power to you. I, I and, honestly don't know if you could pay, spend any less time. And he is running into that age group where he can probably run for president of the United States now. So, just saying. <laughs> oh, he's not that old. He's American too, isn't he? So he could run for president. So there you go. He could. He could. They they don't know him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Calgary anyway. boy here. Uh, tell us tell us a little bit about me. You completely cut what out you know CJ. What did you say? You did. How about who? Yeah. I don't know about I said, what did you say? Well, about Jay McNeil. Jay McNeil was an offensive lineman for the Calgary Stampeders in the 90s. Okay. Um, and he's been in he's been in corporate Canada ever since. And last year he came on. Last year he came on as their marketing VP of marketing or something. And I guess this was. John Huffnagel was going to groom him to become the president. And apparently, according to Jay McNeil, he said it happened faster than he thought it would. So he's only been with them this time around for 18 months. And uh, one of the neat things about it is you will finally get to see what kind of a general manager Dave Dickinson is and coach because – because uh, McNeil says he wants nothing, and I mean nothing at all, 
to do with player personnel. So that'll all be on Dave. Okay. So well, that's we'll good. see what happens. Now, do we see Dave Dickinson at this point in time stepping down as head coach and letting Mark Killam take over? This season, I doubt it. I doubt it. No, I don't know. think right away. But maybe with but I'm sure you, there's pressure. I'm sure there's pressure on him, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. If they have another season this year like they had last year, uh, he will be stepping down. I'm almost positive of that. Well, I, I yeah. don't see anything that's making their season any better. Neither do I, so he'll probably step down. Yeah, but maybe. He should see that as well. I, I, uh, I don't know. Christopher, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Christopher. Yes. Christopher, yes, Jeremiah yes. Mazzoli is still part. Jeremiah Mazzoli is still part of Ottawa. Yeah, and we can see why he shouldn't be, but why <laughs> can't they? Okay, I don't know. Uh, Trevor Harris in Saskatchewan, Bo Levi Mitchell in Hamilton, Cody Vajardo in Montreal. Um, yeah, wow. okay. What a great, what a great quarterback bunch of guys, eh? Holy Is it any wonder that Winnipeg and BC finish 1-2? Yep. Let's see we don't that always. We're just late well, the last two years they have anyways. Well, you know, and I'm looking at the, uh, the thing on uh, Let's Talk BC Lions. I posted up a thing about, uh, about, about, about oh, what was it? What did I post? Something about something. And somebody said that, oh, well, we need a quarterback. And I'm thinking, okay, we got the number one, arguably number one, possibly number two at the very worst quarterback in the CFL. He's, he's either one or two, depending on how you're, you're, you're ranking them. And we were ninth in running the ball in the CFL. I don't think quarterback upgrade is really that high on the radar. At least it shouldn't be. We should be updating, upgrading our running back, yet we re-signed him from. Yeah, that surprised me. The, the only know, time that we had a productive running game is when he was injured. Let, let's, since we're on this subject of quarterbacks, and the CFL, and or who has quarterback, right, and who doesn't. I heard an interesting story this week. So okay. we, all, we all know that players, when they're, when they're on the road, they get a per diem, okay? Yes. And some of the players, based on, on how much money they make, they get a large per diem. Okay, mm-hmm. and the story I heard, and this goes back to leaders, and you can say whatever you want about Bo Levi Mitchell, but one of the stories I heard this week is when they were on the road, he had a group of three players that he used to always go to dinner with, and Bo Levi would always pick up the tab because he got such a large per diem. And if any other Stampeders happened to be in that restaurant at the same time Bo Levi was, 
he would also pay for their meals, okay? Apparently, Calgary's starting quarterback, Jake Mayer, on the road, sits in his hotel room and doesn't associate with anybody. How can you how can you build leadership that way? You, you can't. You can't. No. Okay, and and that's half the problem, or three quarters of the problem. The guy is not a leader, never has been. And whenever they asked him this year about losses, it was like, oh, I guess we didn't execute. We'll have to look at the film. And it's like, yeah. So I'm uh, what I'm what what I'm trying to say is before we even pick them, I'm picking Calgary to be last in the West if they still have Jake Mayer as their quarterback. Okay, William, mm-hmm. I know that yes, sir. over the years, and we've been doing this for a lot of years. You know that I am not a fan of Bo, Le- Bo Levi Mitchell. I am not. No, sir. You know that, That's right. right? This is not a surprise right. to you, okay? No. I never once said that he was not a good leader. I never once no, said didn't. that he was not no, a good teammate, okay? No, you didn't. I, I, I no. think he's a, very, he's a very good man off the field. He has good community ties, and he treats his players well. He's always treated his linemen very well, yep. okay? And... and more power to them, and that is how you build continuity. That is how you build. These guys will go to war. The Calgary Stampeders would go to war for Bo Levi Mitchell. Whether or not Absolutely. he was a good football player didn't matter. Okay? Right. It, right. It, did not, it did not matter, in my opinion, whether or not he was a good football player. It was because of the way that he treated and earned that respect. Correct. His men would go to battle for him, and they did. Right. And that and you have made, him, that. made him a better player. Yes. Or gave him the appearance of being a better player. Yes. Okay? Either way, it was successful for Calgary. Okay? Yes. It made for a, a the closest thing that we've seen to a dynasty in, in a long time. Okay. No, that was Winnipeg. Not, that was Winnipeg. No, I'm not talking about breakup victories. I'm talking about dominance. Okay. Yeah. Calgary Stampeders mm-hmm. were dominant for a decade. Yes. Okay. W- without question, and I'm not denying that, disputing that, or anything else. And if that had to do with Bo Levi Mitchell's leadership skills, so be it. And it's the same argument that I'm having right now with Chris part Jones. Of it. In, 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 part of it, without question. And it was the fact that John Huffnagel knew how to build a team and, and had yeah. amazing players. It, it was the fact that he knew how to build systems to make those players work. And, you know, yeah. if you didn't buy into the system, you weren't there. Right? Okay. Regardless of how good you were. Um, but the argument that I'm having right now with Chris Jones is everybody says he's a bum. You've got to get rid of him. He's got a losing record as a head coach. Why would you have this guy in there? But he is the same, has the same thing. When he left Edmond to go to Saskatchewan, he took over 50% of the coaching staff and he took a good chunk of the players because they respected him, 
They loved him and they wanted to be with him. Mm-hmm. And he went to Saskatchewan and they became successful. Okay? They were three and fifteen and they ended up being fifteen and three when he left. So you know that you can't argue with that level of success for that commitment for that loyalty that he demands well, or achieves well you know what and and to back you up on that and i can't believe i'm going to tell you this or back you up on this do you remember when he left Saskatchewan yep. and went went to the NFL yes in an interview January 2nd that I listened to on a bomber station, and the interview was with Willie Jefferson, Willie Jefferson said the only reason he went to Winnipeg was because Chris Jones left, left Saskatchewan because he mm. said he was, a, he was a Chris Jones guy. He was a Chris Jones guy, and yep. uh, that's... That's the reason he signed with Winnipeg. Yeah. He didn't want to be in – that's the reason he signed with Saskatchewan. He wanted to be in Saskatchewan. As soon as Jones left, Willie left. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I I, I don't doubt it, and and we're going to hear. And I I honestly believe, and I I believed it last year, that Edmonton was going to turn a corner and do something wonderful. They didn't, basically because they had no quarterback. And – and, and still, I you know, I, Trey Smith, I don't think he's he was the answer. Uh, he did he did better than the other ones. Uh, hey Charles, who the Charles, who the hell is Trey Smith? Oh Trey, I Ford. don't know. Sorry. Did I do it again? I did it again. Trey yes, Ford, Trey, yes, Trey Ford, did. the quarter, quarterback, Trey Ford. I thought about it. And I went, okay, Trey, Trey. His name is Trey Smith. Yes, Trey Smith. Okay, Trey Smith was a receiver for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. During the years ago, 2013 Grey Cup. No, it wasn't. Yeah, 2013 Grey Cup run, and he was the one that was arrested for beating up a drug dealer in a bar. Yep. And they they let him play in the Grey Cup even though he was under felony charges, which goes against their code of conduct and goes against the league's policies as well. But they let him play anyhow, and they won a Grey Cup. That's who Trey Smith was. Uh, but Trey Ford, the quarterback for Edmonton, I don't think he was the answer last year, although he did better than the rest. They've changed that to McLeod Bethel Thompson, uh, who I'm not a fan of. I never was, but definitely an upgrade from what they had. So let's, uh, let's see where it goes. I think Edmonton's going to come up. It, it, it would, are they going to be a 500 football team this year? I'd like to think so. We all sort of thought that last year, though, and uh, it didn't go so well. But they didn't have a quarterback. Well, yeah, nobody but you was know what? nobody was sold on Taylor Cornelius Charles. We had many right. discussions no, about that's true. him before the season started. And, and I'll just like Drew Brown, that I will agree with you that Chris Jones is one of the best coaches in the CFL, but he sucks as a general manager. Sorry. I agree. Well, I don't know if he sucks. He did build Saskatchewan. 
Yeah, but he gave uh, he gave Taylor Cornelius starting money last year, okay? And he, he cut him this year. And they just gave like, Drew Brown starting money. And Saskatchewan just right. signed, gave an extension to Trevor Harris. Yeah. He's there's a lot of stupid people out there, okay? Well, no, but he's an established quarterback. I think, you know what? They just gave Mason Fine a ton of money. You can say they whatever did. you want. You can say whatever you want. But I still think Trevor Harris is the third best quarterback in the CFL. Yeah, he he, he has he has got very when amazing he's healthy. Talent. I agree with you. He can't stay healthy. Okay, that's well, that's the big thing on him. Is he's always ten, getting hurt. Ten seasons in the CFL, only two of them were close to being completed. Okay. He hasn't played 18 games in a season yet. Okay. What does that tell you? He gets hurt. Or, yeah, his, hurt. Uh, or his offensive line sucks. <laughs> Usually when a quarterback gets hurt, his offensive line sucks. Right? I mean... Uh-huh. We just know that. Yeah. Okay, let's go over here and let's see. What where he's from Waldo, Ohio. <laughs> I had no idea. Of course Waldo. he is. Waldo. Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So he was he became a starter in two thousand fifteen. Okay? He dressed for 17 games. He started 16. Ottawa, the next year, he only dressed for 12, only paid, started 10. Ottawa, the next year, it was 15 and 15. Ottawa, the next year, it was 17 and 17. He missed one game. But he was hurt. He missed one game. Edmonton, it was 13 and 13. In Edmonton, the next year, it was 6 and 6. He only played six games. In Montreal, in no, sorry. In he he went to Montreal in 2021, so he played four games with Montreal with Edmonton. So there was a total of ten games that he dressed. He only started nine of them, and in Montreal in 2022, he 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 started. He played for 18 games, but he started 15. And then Saskatchewan, it was five last year. Right. So I, I'm sorry. He just he just can't stay healthy. That's always been the biggest knock on him. That and that yeah. he's inconsistent yeah. from one game to the next. Yeah, it's a good Harris, Trevor Harris, and a bad Trevor Harris, right? Yes. I mean, yeah, they had great results when he was in Ottawa, but he was tandeming it with Henry Burris. Mm-hmm. You know, and the season that they won the Grey Cup in, it was like Trevor or Henry Burris got hurt, so or Trevor Harris had to come in, and Trevor Harris played, and then then Burris came back, and and you know, it was just like they were going back, and they brought one back off the six game early, then they brought the other one back off the six game early because the other one got in, 
And it's just like, this is a joke, absolute joke. Anyhow, that's kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. Third best quarterback in the CFL, eh? Yeah. July 15, 2023, Harris suffered a tibula plateau <laughs> fracture of his right knee midway through the fourth quarter of week six. He's not going to be ready for the beginning of this season. He may not be ready ever again. Okay? He is 38 years old. How 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 do you how do you build a franchise around that? How do you even I don't know. I, I, it blow, boggles the mind for me. It absolutely boggles the mind. You can't. He's not the type of he's not the type of quarterback, especially at his age, that you build a team around. He's a veteran guy you bring in when you think your team is close. But if you want to build yeah, but, a team, he's not the guy you you need. You need a younger guy. Yeah, but okay. They've had Matthew Fines forever. He's been there at least two or three or four years. He's not the answer, regardless of if they signed him or not, okay? They just I agree with that. Jake, Jake Donagala, or whatever the fuck his name was last year, he wasn't the answer either, okay? No, he's so going to hit free agents. Trevor, Trevor Harris is their best choice right now. Oh, that I agree with 100%. And, and it's just not a good choice. What, Hold on, but Saskatchewan doesn't believe in building <laughs> situations because they fired their coaches too soon. I mean, they only gave they only gave uh, Corey Mace hey, a two year contract. No, right. Corey Mace a two year contract. Okay, and I guarantee you, if he stumbles, he'll be gone halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Although I, I would ar- I would argue that they held on to uh, uh, Craig Dickinson too long. <laughs> One year too long. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. So, so Mason Fine has been with Saskatchewan for only two seasons. In 2021, he dressed for one game. Yep. He was on the practice roster. Right. Okay. And then in 2022, he dressed for 17 games and started two. Right. So he hasn't been around forever. In 2019, he was still playing for North Texas. And then 2020, he, it, the seasons were canceled both here and there. So he's 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 not he's not that long term, and he is just right, a baby. But he, he, well, he is twenty six years old. Yeah, he's not a baby. No, he's not a um, baby. Not 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 like. But, what's his name? Rourke. Nathan Rourke was a baby. Or Trey Ford. Trey Ford's still pretty young. He's twenty five, twenty six, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So. 
yeah, I think Nathan Rourke is 24, currently going to be 25 sometime this year. He was 23 when he Nathan, was with the Lions. Does he play football? Oh, Who? yeah, in the NFL. In the NFL. Yes. Where he's making we don't talk, lots of money. We, we, we don't talk about the NFL in this uh, on this show, remember? Yeah, no, sometimes we do. We were talking about them earlier, remember? I was talking about the receivers that are make ungodly catches. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't watch it. But, you know, things that happen down there are relevant. Yeah. Okay. Where yeah. are we in this? Trey, you see, Trey Ford is only 25 years old, so... Yeah, he's a youngin', right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 <sighs> I still, I still, and if you just talk about quarterbacks in general, I do not like the quarterback situation in, in the CFL right now. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Mm, true. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I, I honestly, mean, there's not a team in the CFL that I like the quarterback situation that they have. No, I agree. I don't. Okay. What is what is what is BC's quarterback situation right now? Vernon Adams. Besides him, Dominic uh, Dominic Davis. Davis. Okay. Short yardage and guy. Is that all? Is that all they have as two quarterbacks? Because I know well, Dane they, Evans they've, retired. They've right? signed a couple of they, they signed Dane a couple Evans. of kids. They signed a couple of kids out of the U.S. But they do oh, that every yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, He's they American need guys, guys to throw the ball. They they need guys to throw the ball in training camp. Okay, so. Yeah. I was going to say and, they're and, training camp bodies. And, and somebody's going to stick because we have nobody else. Okay. Right. Well, unless they sign some in free agent, I don't know. They could what trade for Jeremiah. They could trade for Jeremiah Mazzoli. Don't give them the idea. I remember when they, they brought could, in they Kevin won't. Glenn. They better not. They brought in Kevin Glenn. Remember? Um, that worked out all right for us, though. Yeah, it worked out not bad for us. Okay, so that's BC situation. It's it's Vernon Adams is a good quarterback. I'm not going to say he's a great quarterback. Yes, he is. He's a he's so a good quarterback. I, I I consider I consider Vernon Adams number two. I do too. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, I do too. I think yeah, if I you talk too. to anyone objective, I think they would agree with. You. Although, unless you're from Toronto, check Kelly, check Kelly, blah blah blah. But objectively, I think you would. Uh, I would think you would do that. You you ha- yeah. He was number one or number two in all of the QB rankings. Period. Okay, you could argue, you could put up a very good argument to say he was the best quarterback in the CFL last year. That doesn't set the bar very high. Not really. I wouldn't. No. I, wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that. Okay. Okay. And, and you and, could put up an argument for Zach Caleros as well. Okay. Yeah, but I'm going to say I, he's number one, I number would, two, somewhere in there. Okay. okay, and and if you and where they say. Where most people would say that, uh, what's his name in uh, in Toronto is number one or number two, but in my mind he's nothing until he proves 
that he can win a playoff game, that he started. And his stats weren't good. That he started. No, they were not. He was horrible. Yeah, I don't think that's unreasonable. He was horrible. But that being said, I mean, he did have six meaningless games. So just giving him the benefit of the doubt there. You know, okay, well, yeah. and, and some of the other games, they, they were out of reach early, so he didn't have to put up a lot of stats. So, I mean, there is that right. argument for for Chad Kelly, is that, you know, maybe he could have been the best quarterback in the league if they didn't win 16 games in the season. Right. Or he's the number one quarterback because he wants to. He's not, okay? The stats don't say it. Nothing says he's the number one quarterback. It, at best, he's third, probably fourth. Okay, and until he does something spectacular, otherwise. Really, who's third then? If he's fourth, who's third? Well, it could be Trevor Harris. It could be Trey Ford. You could you could name off a couple of quarterbacks that could be could be up there, right? I mean, Trey Ford did wonders for Edmonton in the last bit, but they were playing against Ottawa mostly. You might put Cody Fajardo there. Yeah, you might. No, never, he's got a great never, never. No, 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 no. Cody Fajardo <laughs> is number tenth in the league. Okay, in okay. a nine-team league, he's number ten. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so now you go over to Edmonton. You've got McLeod, Bethel, Thompson. You've got Trey Ford, and I don't know. Do you still have anybody else over there? Or are they just kind of there? Uh, McLeod, Bethel, Thompson. I was have never been impressed with the pylon out there. He's not the type of quarterback I like. He's not the type of quarterback that excels in the CFL. Okay? Uh, but he, he can throw not, the football. But he can he throws yeah. the football hard. Okay? Uh, he's not the surgeon throwing the ball that Ricky Ray was. Okay? No. No, he's not. Okay? No. But he's got power in that arm. He's got a bullet for an arm. Okay? So, is he... he He's better than what they had. Is he? He's in the top half of the the, the pack of quarterbacks in the league. It, does he move into fourth place? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Calgary. We got Jake Mayer. Who do we have behind Jake Mayer? Nobody knows. Yeah, they got a guy. I couldn't tell you. Around. I couldn't tell you Calgary's backup. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He can run though. It, that's not a quarterback. That's I'm, bad when you're well, a fan and you can't even name the backup quarterback. It, it, that it shows doesn't the backup yeah. quarterback ain't worth anything. It doesn't impress me when a quarterback when the best feature of a quarterback is running. Okay, doesn't impress yeah. me. Okay, moving on. No, moving on from neither. Calgary, we go to Saskatchewan. <laughs> we got Trevor Harris and Mason Fine, a 38-year-old cripple. And, and a young buck that's got no experience. Okay, and, and, and uh-huh. what we saw, we what we saw of him didn't impress us. Okay, M- moving moving a little further east, we've gone through four of them now. We've got Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Zach Caleros is 35 years old, and he's got a lot of mileage on him. Last year, I believe we saw the effects of that mileage. It looked like he was getting a little slower. He wasn't quite as on the the money with his throws. He he just wasn't as solid a quarterback as what we had expected of him. Now I don't know. Did you guys see that as well? 
or is it just my illusion or me wanting to see that he's getting older? Cause, but I think he. Is. I don't. I, think, I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's getting older or if that whole team is getting is older. not as well. They're not as hungry anymore either. Okay. No. They won two. They won two Grey Cups. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then they were in a third Grey Cup final, and they were in a fourth Grey Cup final, and they just yeah. weren't as hungry. I, so, I think that's kind of natural. Once you get there, you're you're always going to be less hungry uh, after you've won you won it because you finally won it, and especially that's if right. you're up against a team that hasn't won. That is yeah. correct, no, sir. I, agreed. But Zach Caleros is now 36 years old, or is going to be 36 years old. 35. He just He's got 35 a year 35 until older. August. Okay. So during this season coming up, he's going to be 36. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, that is getting old. Yeah. And, and his body has had some seriously rough miles on it. Yep. Well, that's what I'm going to say. I mean, uh, if I'm Zach Caleros at this point, I've been to four straight Grey Cup games. I'm thinking of hanging it up. You've got literally nothing left to prove. You won uh, two Grey Cups. You won two MVPs. Uh, You've established yourself as the best quarterback in the CFL. He's been very fortunate that the last few years he's kept himself relatively healthy. So why chance it at this point? What do you got left to prove? $500,000 a year. Well, yeah. that's the one thing. The money's bringing you back, of course. It, 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 you know, what he does in this next coming year and the year after is what's going to set him up for the rest of his life. Yeah. Okay, and that's fair. Okay. That's why I really question what Mike Riley did. I mean, he had a season left on his contract of $700,000, and he retired mm-hmm. to be a fireman. They don't pay that well. They pay well, but they don't pay that well. I was going to say, well. he is not making seven fifty there. <laughs> no, but the reason why he did that, do you know why he did that? I'm not entirely sure. He was about to age out. He oh, was getting to the uh, point well, now where they would no a, longer take him as a fireman. Him. So if no. he waited another year, he wouldn't have been able to become a fireman. Okay. So. And I guess he really wanted to be a fireman, so he hung up his football well, cleats and, uh, and fought fires. Well, you know, when you got a wife and, and what, three daughters? I don't, I don't yeah. know if, if if the money that he made in the CFL was enough to, to keep him for the rest of his life. Probably not. It depends what, it depends he, what he did with his money. He had a wife and well, three daughters. <laughs> we know exactly what he did with his money. She spent it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, he. it's not like he could just sit around for the rest of his life. He has to have a career outside of football. Now, that's what Zach Caleros right now is working for. Does he, is, if he gets another two seasons and he makes another million dollars and he's good with his money, does that mean that he is set for the rest of his life? I mean, that, you know, that's not a lot of money these days. 
Nope. So, you know, somebody making two hundred grand, that's only five years worth of wages, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, it's it's not it's not a lot of cash. It's not a lot to live on. So the, he's there for the money right now, Charles. I have no doubt in my mind about that. And the question is, is that he he just has to try to stay healthy for the rest of the his career, and is you know, for, so that he can walk for the rest of his life. Okay, so that's the, that's the Western Division. Does any any quarterback situation in the West? Uh, are you envious of them, or you know, is you know, is anything there outstanding? I don't think any one of those teams has an outstanding situation. And I don't even know who you know, quarterback's going to be now that I, Drew Brown's I think, gone. I think uh, if anybody in the CFL were to go out and sign Ricky Ray right now, they'd probably be at the top of the league quarterback wise. Uh, I don't think Ricky Ray was that good the last couple of years that he played, so I don't think he'd be very he won a good great right cup now. His second last, yeah, I know. He won a great cup the second last year he played. So I know, I know, I know, I know. I I, I don't know. I think I'd rather take Mike Riley because I bet you he stayed in really good shape. He's probably healed up too. Yeah, maybe after two years with the Lions. Okay, uh, yeah, I, in the I, Eastern I, Division, yeah. in the Eastern Division, you now have Chad Kelly. Uh huh. Who's he got for backup? Well, I don't know. Um. um yeah. I don't oh, know. what was his name? He actually played uh, a few times and, and and didn't play well. Didn't play badly. It, yeah. Right. Oh, oh yeah, God, I, I can't remember what his name is. I know, I know who we're talking, but I don't remember his name. And he was mobile too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his computer is so slow. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, just we need to know quarterbacks. Uh, all I got is Duke, Kelly, and Scott Dukes. Dukes is the guy. Dukes is the guy, yeah. Doesn't have any first, uh, first name. It's just got initial C. Cameron Dukes. Cameron Dukes, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yes. So that's who they got. So they, that's not a bad tandem. Okay? I, I, I'm not jumping up and down about it, but so far that is the best tandem of football in the CFL. Okay? Yep. Let's jump next door agree. to Ottawa, and we have Jeremiah Mazzoli and Drew Brown. I, I, I think they're going to let Nick Arbuckle hit free agency, and they've got somebody else in there. Um, who was their other guy that they had on the roster? Not, don't tell me it was Jonathan Jennings because he's long gone. Dominic Davis was the other in BC. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, Adams, Terry Adams, got, yeah, Nick Arbuckle, Adams, Nick Arbuckle, Dustin Crum, now That's Drew it, Brown, Crum. Jeremiah Mazzoli. Dustin, Dustin 
good enough job last year that he could stick around. Okay? Yep. So you've got Drew Brown, Dustin Crum, and Jeremiah Mazzoli. Personally, I would toss Jeremiah Mazzoli to the curb. Mm-hmm. But until Drew Brown proves himself, I guess you you got to keep you got to keep your your experience. You got to keep the experience guy, right? And now let's cruise over to Montreal, and Cody Fajardo is the best that they have. I don't need to say anything more than that. Okay, Hamilton. You have Bo Levi Mitchell. Matthew Schlitz is probably going to hit free agency. And they're they're going to keep Powell. Taylor Powell. But pa- Taylor Powell. But he is going to hit free agency as well, I believe. Well, he may not hit it, but he is a free agent. I think he is. CFL.ca official free agency thing. Whatever quarterbacks Montreal has, none of the free agents are hitting the market. Ottawa's only quarterback that's a free agent is uh, Arbuckle. And Hamilton's Ty Loxley is a free agent. Matthew Flitz is a free agent, which I think he's going to go away. What do you think? He could move on somewhere else. Uh, But he's going to be a backup, okay? There's no doubt about it. He's going to be a backup quarterback. What do you think of him in BC? I don't see him as a starter. I'd be fine with him as a backup in BC. Uh, He's not a starter. But if they brought him in to backup Vernon Adams, I wouldn't have a problem with it. He's got experience. He... He can play, he's not, I don't know if he's going to go out and win you a game, but he can play well enough that if your defense holds up, he can win a game for you. So I'm not opposed to that. Okay. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying it's going to happen by any stretch of the means. I'll take him over Dominic Davis. Let's put it that way. As a number two? Yes. Because Dom Davis, for what he makes, for what he does, he's short yardage guy. He just goes in and beats up his body. It's, he's not a bad guy for that. No, I think he's a fine guy for that. I have no problem with him in that role. But if he's called upon, if Vernon Adams goes down with an injury and he's called upon uh, to win you a game, you're calling on the backup to win you a game, I'm we're, far more... We're, um, we're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah, no, I'd be far more comfortable with a guy like Matt Schlitz than I would with Dominic Davis because as a short yardage game, I, uh, quarterback, I think he's perfectly fine for that. As anything more, uh, no thanks. Not interested. Yeah. Yeah, um, Edmonton Elks don't have a quarterback on the free agency list, too. Well, they, they ditched, uh, what's his name? Taylor Cornelius. Taylor Cornelius, they, they released them. Okay. 
And don't bring him here as a backup, please. No, 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 no. Dominic Davis is a free agent. As God. Well. So, um, okay, let's get, what time are we working on? Am I running out of time here? 23 minutes left. Okay. Uh, about 23 minutes. Okay, so let's move down our list here because we've been having fun here. And that was all, uh, we were all, t- this was, the last thing we talked about was uh, John Huffnagel as a uh, special advisor. And, and we got going sideways. Um, so yeah, Toronto probably has the best quarterback stable at this point in time in the CFL. Yeah, overall, yes. It, that's a it's a very sad state of affairs for the CFL at this point in time. I, I absolutely do not like what's going on, but. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Coming down the list here, the next thing is Clemens, Dinwiddie, Hope, Argo fans forgive the East final dud pack. BMO Field in 2024. Well, I was really impressed with the upsurge in attendance and, and support and rowdiness of the Toronto Argonaut fans. Uh, it, that was good for the league. It was good for the Argos. I'd like to see it. Uh, yeah, they shit the bed in the Eastern final. Absolutely. And big time. Uh, they, set a, they set a record or they tied a record for most wins in the CFL season. They were 16-2. and two. Uh, they, they could have possibly been 17-1 and one if they had kept Kelly in going against Winnipeg, but that didn't happen, and uh, or he might have got hurt, and then they would have done nothing. But just like they did, much like they did anyhow. So it didn't really matter whether yep. he was in or out in the Winnipeg game because they shit the bed badly in the Eastern Final and let Cody Fajardo beat them. How embarrassing is that? I mean, seriously, how embarrassing is that? <sighs> I had one guy tell me the other day that the uh, at least Toronto lost to the team that won the Grey Cup with BC lost to Winnipeg. And I went, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> the only way BC could have lost to Montreal is if we crossed over. Anyhow, um, I don't know how this is going to affect the fans in Toronto. I hope it doesn't at all. I hope that they, they feel that they're building a team. They're building something to be uh, admired and, and, and respected and watched and, and get out there and support their football team. I'd love to see that in the GTA. Uh, but they haven't done anything in the past to show me or show us that they're interested in the game. I mean, they won the football game at home in 2012 and their season ticket sales went down the next year in 2013. So I I don't know what you have to do to impress the fans in Toronto to make them come out and watch football. I simply don't know, but yeah, Clemens and Dinwiddie hope that the Argo fans forgive for the Eastern final. Well, I don't think they need to forgive for them. They just need to support their football team, just like the rest of us do. Our team's all lost. Every one of them did, right? 
Nobody here is a Montreal fan. Doesn't matter whether you lost in the Grey Cup, the finals or the semifinals, or didn't even make the playoffs. Your team didn't make it. If you lost, you lost. There's only one team that won this year. And that was Cody Fajardo. <laughs> okay, so we got three things left to, to watch. We got 20 minutes. That means that we got about seven minutes for things. So let's see what we can do here. We, and, and all of them look like they could take a lot of time. So let's let's see if we can do this Andy Ambrosi one. So we see all extension update. Okay, we're certain we're not giving one lens can not but at some point you have to. Okay, you're breaking up really badly. Yeah, fucking thing. So you broke up really badly uh, there. on here. Yep. We're not giving up on any stretch. Something to say all we can do. A mass explosion. There's nothing that says So, no question has happened with Hello? any from the city. So, at this point, there is no talk of expansion anywhere in Canada. And then he goes on Rouge Omar and how much the great football culture city is, but they've never once said anything about the CFL going in there. And then going to Victoria is, is exciting thing. But shout out to the Lions owner, uh, Amar Doman, a creative officer, for putting up their hands and wanting to do it. But it's not on the table there. Okay. You know the BC Montreal Alex have the same odds of winning the Grey Cup this year. I saw that the other day. That they're the identical odds. That's absolutely stupid. Okay. Um. Do we have anything to say about the expansion here, possible expansion or lack thereof, William? Um, there has been no expansion, and if he's still, I didn't read the article, if he's still, if he's still putting all his marbles into Hamilton, we're wasting our time. I don't Halifax. think there will be an expansion. Or Hal, sorry, Halifax. They are wasting Hamilton's already got a team, so apparently. Yeah, I know, sort of. I've oh, Levi's the quarterback. Yeah, he is. So... Grey Cup last year, apparently. They had it, posted it. So, um, yeah, you know what? I I wish Randy Ambrosi would go away. So, 
Well, that's that's the big thing there. Is it, we're talking about expansion. In reality, we should be talking about Randy Ambrosi and his complete, absolute lack of leadership. And his do we, dismal... do we have any? Do we have Do we have any stats yet, or not? They Actually, they yet? put up all. Of, they put up the old stats from the, from a, two years ago. That's all back. It's exactly wow. the same as what it was two years ago. Okay, because I literally stopped looking because it just wasn't nothing was changing. Maybe they put it up now, but yeah, no, it's it's back to at least you can search multiple years and 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 everything else. It, it, they've got some of the the stuff from stats for, through week twenty one. Uh, they, they, that they had last year that wasn't very good. But then if you go to the league leaders, you know, you can just, you can see it all. You have to download a JPEG or anything. So. And you can, I don't know how many years you can check back, but. Uh, you can go back to 2016. They didn't put anything prior to that up. A whole eight years. So, yeah. Well, it's better than nothing. At least we can go back to no, 2019. It's better than what we had before. Yeah. Okay. So, now you talk about Randy Ambrosi under the fa- the simple fact that he shouldn't have a job. He has failed at fucking everything that he has. CFL 2.0, global players. Uh, expansion into Atlantic Canada. Uh, just the list is 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 long, and 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 everything has been a failure. He's not been successful at anything. Nothing, nothing. There's no success. So let's go over here to this article, which is a who articles is this? The CFLCA, and it's the I can't hear what you're saying. Okay, we're going to go off from that. We're going to go down to the next one. This article is the biggest stories of the offseason so far, uh, reshaping the Ottawa Red Blacks. General Manager Sean Burke was busy signing uh, uh, 
free agent pivot. He wasn't a free agent pivot. He was traded for. You Larry, who wrote this article? Pat Steinberg. Expect nothing less. Drew Brown and uh, Dominic Davis. Da 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 da. Oh, Dominic Rhymes, sorry. Uh, new era in uh, Saskatchewan with the hiring of Corey Mace as quarterback. A week later, Hamilton Tiger Cats announced that Scott Milanovic will be the head coach over there. That's a good, that's a really good thing for for Hamilton. Yeah, it uh, is. Chris, Chris Jones isn't missing missing around. He me, oh, Chris Jones isn't messing around. There's a spelling mistake. Uh, he he's cruising around. Yeah, he signed up Bob Cloud Bethel Thompson and Curlin Gittins Jr. Big name uncertainty. We still got some free agents that are out there that we know about. Brady Oliveira, Dustin Schoen, Tim White, Matthew Betts, Mika Off. I mean, those are some big names. And they're going to hurt the teams that they played for last year if they don't re-sign there. If Matthew Betts does not sign with the BC Lions, that is going to hurt their defense. And that's Winnipeg, a big loss. Winnipeg relies heavily on their running back. Especially since, like I said, um, Zach Claris is getting a little older. They they need a good running game. Dalton Schoen is a, a an amazing young quarterback or receiver, and Tim White. Wow, hard to argue with that. I mean, Hamilton needs him. Mm-hmm. Bo Levi Mitchell needs him. Well, Bo's not going to be around long enough. Now, there's a guy Mitchell I'd love off. to see in BC. Who? Well, Levi Mitchell? Tim White. Oh. Tim White. Not that we don't, we don't have need... enough receivers. I just like you. Yeah, we don't need we don't receivers. Need... I know that. I just like you. I just like him as a receiver. I think he's a good receiver. I, I think he's a great receiver, okay? We just don't need him. We don't need to pay our, we don't. him that much money. I would rather drop the money on Matthew Betts. Although, right. Mika Awe is available. And, you know, he's a little older. But I, I like Mika Awe. Always have. I liked him when he was a BC Lion, and I, I didn't want to see him leave. But he's over at the Stampeders right now, and let's see what happens. Uh, let's see if Dave's a general manager. Well, you know what? We're thinking, um, thinking they just signed uh, – the Stampeders just signed Adam Konar. I saw that. Okay. Yep. He saw that, and I'm wondering if they're thinking about a a Canadian linebacking crew because they already have Cam Judge signed, and the other guy, gosh, should I can't remember the other guy's name, and they have a couple guys on their practice roster that I I got I have a feeling they're not going to sign Mika Ah again. I don't know why, but I have this feeling. <laughs> He's probably he's probably asking for an extra five thousand dollars, and those cheap bastards aren't going to pay him because he was impressive last year. He was He'd the look best good player on the Stampeders. Yeah, he would look good. He's on a weird. Team. He's a weird one because he never seems to stay in a place very long, no matter what his yeah. results are. Because he and was good here what? in BC, although I think the problem here in BC was he took too many penalties, but he just yeah, seems to move around what? and bounce around. And I, I always thought he had an attitude problem, but holy shit, any interview I saw this last year, 
he was all about the team and just was on and on and on. And everybody talked about how he was great in the locker room and so on and so forth. So I don't know. Maybe he just likes to move around. Hard to say. He, he's very articulate. He's yeah, very he articulate. Is. He is. And I, and I follow him on, on social media and I, I, I correspond with him back and forth. And, you know, I, I give him a shout out when he's played a good game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, play, he plays an amazing game and Calgary loses. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard to get up every morning and get to work and work hard when that happens, you know? I mean, yeah, he played well, 18 games last year. He got 134 yeah, tackles. But, I mean, that, that's impressive. Yeah, but uh, he's never really played on that good of a team, ever. So, no. No. And I think, I mean, yeah, so. I mean, he played in BC in 2017, 2018. BC was junk. Absolute junk back then. Then he went to Toronto in 2019. They were terrible. Then went to Ottawa. Back to BC. Well, BC in 2022 was, you know, they were getting better. And But then he moved to Calgary. And he played amazing last year. Yeah. Anything that I me, I wouldn't be hurt to see him back, especially if I lose math bets. Because uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Chris Jones is going to make a push for him. I think he will, and I think Montreal's going to as well. Bring him, try and bring him back to back home. Yeah. I I think probably the majority of the teams are going to try and make a pitch for Matthew Betts. Yeah. All right, so that's a big hole to fill. You know? It is. Absolutely it is. And, Defensive and player of the year in the CFL. Let, let's face it. If BC is in the best position right now to make a run for the cup that they have been in a decade. They can't start losing big players without replacing no. them. Right? You, you can't do it. No. And, yeah, no. and that's, that's a homer statement that says that they're, they're in the best position to make a run for a great cup. There are other teams that are in as good a position or better. And, uh, but, you know, this is the best chance BC's had. It's the best they've looked. Regardless of what some people out there want to say. Okay. William, what do you got to say? About what? I don't hey, care. Hey, I was going to do a shout-out to uh, uh, Bruce Coverington passed away this year in this week in Calgary. Yes, that's right. He was a he was a longtime offensive lineman with the Stampeders. His name was the Big Tuna. He was only uh, fifty six years old, so that was a big loss because he was still very involved in the Stampeder alumni and the community in general. So he was a good football player. Sorry, sorry to hear that. Yeah. 
Uh, you used to do yeah. some some good shout outs in the on the podcast to people in your organization or, or not your not your personal organization, but people that you knew out there and everything else. Yeah, you, you haven't done that in a very long time. Have you noticed that? No, maybe I'll start doing that again. Maybe I'll start doing that again. Starting to get excited about the season. I haven't decided yet, guys. Believe it or not. If uh, if I'm going to go to football games this year, so yeah, you're going to go. I still think you will. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. We'll see. I'll still watch them, of course, and I'll still be on the podcast, of course, but I just find it a pain yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I've already got my season ticket bought in Club Orange. That would be you. Good. Good for you, yep. Charles. Did you get two or three? Two. Okay. Yep. Yes. Is Carson allowed in? in Carson. Yeah. Uh, technically, technically, yes, because it says recommended 19 and up, but they don't enforce it. Because there were people there last year that had kids that were like five running around in there. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so – they they prefer if we're nineteen and older, but they don't. They're not. They're not super sticklers on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and the good thing with that is too is I can add them, so I can add tickets if I have to. So. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's, it's because there's no defined seating. Exactly. You know, it, it, if I was down there, I would still have my season tickets in Club Orange. It, it was a great place yep. to be. I They really needed to up their game on food and stuff, but uh, I don't know if they've done that. It, it they was sell food there now. Okay. Well, before we had to go downstairs and get popcorn and, and stuff like that, right? And they they should have uh, had a Popcorn and stuff like that you can buy there. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, so uh, the show, show's over. It's 60 seconds left. This has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 560. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. Uh, it, it was great talking football again. I'm kind of getting excited about the season coming up. I uh, don't know whether or not it's going to be wonderful and awesome and everything else, but uh, what the hell. Uh, we, 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 we know it's warts, that's for sure. We know what it's warts are, and it's quarterbacks. Um, Charles, say goodnight to the friends. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you again uh, next week. And William. Good night, everybody. Uh, Watch football this weekend. There should be some good games. And is it June yet? Are you you going for the Buffalo Bills or are you going for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs? No. No, I'm going for the Detroit Lions. Let's go for the underdog. Is it Detroit – Okay, but it, it's the Bills that are playing, isn't it, or did they lose already? No, the Bills are, no, they got knocked out with the Chiefs. Out. Okay, yeah. that's how much I know. Yep. Yeah.
the trades play the 